Hello everyone, welcome to the Arsenal Way. And yes, we are back with your daily Arsenal Agenda show, your daily show from 10am Monday to Friday. And I'm joined by Umar on this wonderful but nervy match day where Arsenal can step up their pursuit for Champions League football next season. Umar, how are you feeling? We were just talking off air, like it's going to be a nervy game. Like it's going to be going to be a whole range of emotions, I think, going through prior to kickoff and during the match and post-game. But it's a game we have to win. I've seen um, a lot of fans on social media, they're nervous, as expected. But I've seen fans also saying that Newcastle will wipe the floor with us, which I disagree because it's going to be an atmospheric um, like ground, St. James's Park, the final home game of the season. They'll want to be proving something as well for next season. But we need to win. The, all, all the priority is on us for, to win, to win the game. So we've got something riding on this game. And we can d- dissect the result post-game if, if it doesn't go the way we want it to, if we don't get the win that we need. We can we can look at that game and look at the whole season after that and we can assess. But for right now, we've got to back the boys. We have to keep the faith. And we have to believe that we can do it. And I think we can do it. I think we've got to go there and have that mentality that everyone is against us. The media, Gary Neville, everyone is against us. And go in that, go with that mentality and prove that we belong in the Champions League because we've, we've had such a good season. And it would be a shame to waste it right now and just start feeling sorry for ourselves after that North London derby defeat because that's history. That's, that's, to be fair, I've forgotten about that. It's still in our hands. Like I can ask you a question right now, Bailey. If someone said to you uh, after those three defeats at the start of the season that we'd be in a position to be getting Champions League football with two games to go and it will be in our hands, what would you say? You'd love it. Absolutely. I'd take it. I would bite your hand off. I'd be like, no, this is a dream you're selling me right now because it can't be true yeah. the way we started this season. But... I think Arteta mentioned it as well. He mentioned it in a in an interview where he said that not getting top four now would be a disappointment because simply it is in our hands and losing that from this position will be disappointing because we should, we have the squad. We should be beating Newcastle. We should be beating Everton. And the Tottenham, Tottenham defeat, of course, was also disappointing. Do you think this really does hamper the season now considering the position we're in if we don't get top four? It, w- it will be deflating. I've got to be realistic. Like, it would be deflating. But once you assess, I think emotions are like, when the result happens straight away, you're going to be upset. Mm -hmm. You're going to be having so many emotions. You're going to be thinking where it went wrong. Why did this happen? What could Arteta have done? Imagine we won one of those games during that run against Southampton, Palace and Brighton. It's going to be a whole range of emotions. But I think I'm not thinking about that. I'll be honest. I'm just mm-hmm. thinking that we go to St. James's Park today. This is our cup final for me. I think Everton on Sunday is a game that we should be winning because Everton have a big game on Thursday. And I think they will beat Crystal Palace, to be honest. I think they lost yesterday because the emotions got the better of them with the red cards. But I think this Thursday, they've got another opportunity to ensure their Premier League safety. So for me, it's do or die today. We have to beat Newcastle. If we can beat Newcastle, we're in poor position. But that's what Arte has to be saying to them. This is your cup final, boys. 
just have that mentality. You've played such a good season, 30, 36, 37 games, just finish it off. Just get back, just get, get us back into the Champions League and just show what you're capable of doing. And I think they will. I think it's going to be a nervy game. Hopefully Ben White and Gabriel can make it. So that would be a major plus. But I've just got a feeling that we're going to sneak it. It's going to be one of those games, nervy, tense, but I think Arsenal will nick it. So maybe I'm being optimistic, but you have to back the boys. So I think we'll do it. Absolutely. I hope you're right. You are hopeful. I don't share the same optimism, but I am. There is a, a part of me where it says we can do it. There is a part yeah. of me where it says we can do it. But again, I've mentioned last week that Newcastle away at St. James Park on a Monday night, their last home game of the season. We saw how it went for West Ham yeah. with Manchester City when it's your last home game of the season. You usually you tend to play better because, of course, you want to bow, bow out in a good way. So... It will not be easy. And of course, Newcastle will be knocking on the door next year. So it's a great chance for them to say hello. Look, we're going to give you a little bit of a taste of what's to come next season. And you're going to be challenging with us. So there could really be really be a point of a bragging rights for Newcastle to say, yeah, we stopped you getting top four. And next year, we're going to come above you in the top four race. But we shall see. It is a tough game. But Umar, Jeffrey Moser in the comment section does agree with you with about the importance of the Newcastle game. As he says, it's a do or die game since we lost to New Tottenham. And now they are two points ahead of us. Mark Samson says, I am hopeful for a win. I really want a win, but I have a little nervousness in the back of my head that will capitulate tonight. And Newcastle will come away with the three points. Afsar underscore Gunner says, Newcastle is a very good team. Their midfield is strong and their forward is better than ours. Wilson over Eddie any day. And just moving on to the next topic, Umar. Talking about forwards, and it seems that Arsenal are about to make their first summer transfer signing. Of course, it's not a big name, but it is a player from Brazil named Marquinhos from Sao Paulo. No? Now, he's going to join for around £3 million. He'll join in the pre-season tour and then Arteta will assess if he goes out on loan or if he stays and fights for a place. What's your thoughts on this signing quickly, Umar? It's, it's a low-risk signing, I think. Um, for £3 million, you can't complain. There's been a lot of praise for the player um, in Brazil, um, Sao Paulo. A lot of journalists have praised him a lot and we've taken advantage of a loophole in his contract. And I like the fact that we're exploring the Brazilian market. We got Gabriel Martinelli. Um, we've had interest in the past with Palmeiras' Danilo, um, the midfielder. So we're exploring that market, which is good. So maybe the signing won't be a signing that he'll come straight into the team this summer. Maybe he'll come in for the preseason tour in uh, America and we'll assess it from there. But it's a signing like, if it works, great, fantastic. We've got a play on our hands. But if he goes on loan and Mikel Arteta thinks he, he doesn't have the right credentials to be a first-team player for Arsenal, we can sell him for a profit. So it's, it's a low-risk deal for me. I think it's not going to really impact our transfer plans for what we want in terms of attacking players. Gabriel Jesus, the links are intensifying. I think that could be possible and I think that will be done. So I think that's just a signing like, it's, it's similar to what we've done in the past. We've like, we've brought players in who sometimes can make an impact, but can also go on loan, have spells out on loan and then we can assess them a year on. So I think this is going to be similar, but a lot of people have complimented him. A lot of people have likened him to the likes of Vinicius. Um, so 
it's a low risk signing for me. If it works, it works great. It's fabulous. If it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. So I'm happy with it because it's not going to really affect our transfer plans moving forward. Absolutely. You've seen what happened with Gabriel Martinelli. Yeah. Six million pounds on a Brazilian fourth fourth division from Etuano, I believe. And look how that turned out. Now, God knows how much he would be worth now. I'd say upwards of 50 million. So it can work out or it can go the other way. You think of uh, Takuma Asano, of course, came into the squad but didn't play a game. It could go that way. But again, Arsenal still made some profit. So it's a, it's a, it really is a win-win situation. I don't think you can lose from that. He does look a promising player. And, you know, wingers from Brazil, they tend to have that flair about them. So let's hope. Marquinhos has that and he does succeed in an Arsenal shirt because Arsenal need a right side, right side in midfielder to, to battle Saka. I think Saka at times, he looks burnt out towards the end of the season. It was last season and the season before that. He starts to look tired due to the pressure he has on him and the responsibility. So it will be good to sometimes give him a little bit of a rest and bring someone in from the right-hand side. Of course, Pepe could be leaving the club. It looks like he'll be leaving the club anyway because, yeah, his recent performances have suggested that. But we shall see. And Uma, but with Gabriel Jesus... Now, uh, Fabrizio Romano quoted that City are demanding between 55 and 60 million euros. That means 15 million pounds in, in, in British currency in, in sterling. So, is 50 million pounds worth it? Because he only has one year left on his contract. Should Arsenal be paying that much for Gabriel Jesus? It depends. It's, it's a good question because it depends who's interested in Jesus as well. And you don't want to be in a position where come... The, come this summer, we're waiting for Gabriel Jesus to get him on the free, but we, someone else pulls the trigger because then you'll be regretting that, I think. So for me, we've it's not my money. So they if, if they like Jesus and if they think he's the right striker for Arsenal moving forwards, put the money on the table, whether it's 50 million, because I think Gabriel Jesus yesterday, I thought his performance against West Ham was fantastic. I thought he was really, really good. So... If he's the target that Mikel Arteta wants, if he's the target that Mikel Arteta has told the Cronkite ownership that this is the player I want, give him a striker. Give let's not let's not dilly dally and wait for next summer. So in the in the hope that he will be a free agent, because we could be regretting that. So put the money on the table. I think fifty million for a player like Jesus is worth it. He's done it at the highest level in the Champions League. He's done it at the highest level for Manchester City in the Premier League. And I think he's he's coming to his peak to say, I think he could improve further because I think right now at Manchester City, he's been a player who's been in and out of the team. He's sometimes been put on the right-hand side. He's sometimes been played or up front, but sometimes he's not been in the team at all. Sometimes he's been on the bench. So I think if he comes to Arsenal, I think he can blow because I think he's the type of player that has all the credentials, has all the ability in the world. It's just about giving that, giving him that platform. And I think he could be a real success at Arsenal. So it's not my money. So yeah, put the money on the table and let's get Hezus to the Emirates. <laughs> Let's get Jesus to the Emirates. Umar claims, let's see. I, I'm, yeah, his performance yesterday really did impress me. I think that was a real striker's performance. Even his work rate, his, his unselfishness in the team, I think it shows he would work at Arsenal as a number nine. I would, I would like to see him. Just the 50 million does feel, me, does feel a bit like that's a bit too much for someone who has a year left in his contract. But as you said, if you've identified that player, you need to get him, spring him, whatever it takes, to be honest. But guys, make sure to leave your questions in the comment section because we will come, we'll answer them towards the end of the show. Be sure of that. But you know, the final segment of the show is 
William Saliba, now of course, yesterday uh, he got voted uh, young player, young League One player of the season, League On, sorry, player of the season. And with Arsenal's current defensive troubles, how does that make you feel? Positive or like, oh, damn, I wish we had him in the squad right now? No, nah, no, nah, positive, 100%. Um, I think this loan sport has done wonders for um, William. I think it's a testament to his ability. It's a testament to his determination, his dedication to go out on loan and prove himself. Because I think this year, he's become a man. I think during his spell at Marseille, he's he's come leaps and bounds and he's improved way beyond his years. And I think that's going to help improve him as a player for many years to come. Hopefully, Mikel Arteta and the Arsenal board have assessed that because I like the fact that during this season, he's just played his football. Prior to when he was in his other loan spells, he was talking a lot in the media. But this year, during Marseille, during the Europa Conference League, you got to remember he got Marseille to the semis, which is no feat achievement. It's a very big achievement. And he's helped Marseille challenge at the highest level in Ligue 1. So... But he's just played his football. And that's what you need. You need just... Mikel Arteta is not stupid, I hope anyway, because he'll be seeing William Saliba's performances this season and he'll be impressed because if you can't be impressed by that, then I'm sorry. It's ridiculous because he is a player, I'm telling you, Bailey, he is a player that we have a player on our hands as a defender. In my eyes, I think he's better than Gabriel. I think he's better than Ben White. I think he has much more potential as well. When I look at him, when I watch him play, it just reminds me of Virgil van Dijk. I don't know. It's the calmness of his defending, the way he can play out with the ball. And you've got to remember he's a baby. He's still a baby in terms of defensive years. But look how strong he is. Look at, look at his mentality. And I think for Arsenal... We've got a defender on our hands and come next season, hopefully when we're in the Champions League, fingers crossed, we could have Ben White, Gabriel and William Saliba. And honestly, when you look at the teams in and around Europe, who who, who, who could you say has a better defensive numbers than that? Not that many. So hopefully William Saliba has proved himself because I think he has. Hopefully he wants to come back because obviously you need to assess that. But I do think he wants to come back and I do think he wants to play for Arsenal. But hopefully Mikel Arteta wants him as well because I just I don't I don't like hearing the stuff about the mentality aspect, his personality, because I think he's a winner. And I've always seen on Instagram as well, he's always showing his appreciation for his teammates, his Arsenal teammates, always commenting on their pictures, always liking uh, the posts that Arsenal uh, upload. So it shows that he's still supporting from afar. So for me, bring William Saliba back this summer and then he will show you what he's capable of doing because I think he's been fantastic this year for Marseille. Yeah, I agree. I think letting Saliba go next season will be one of Arteta's biggest mistake. yeah. mistakes as Arsenal manager. I think he's shown he's already a He's already capped for the champions of the world, the World Cup champions in France. As you said, mm. league on young player this season. I honestly think he's got a higher ceiling than Ben White and Gabriel. Yeah. I think he's, from Marseille's performances this season, he has shown he has he is better. But of course, he needs to do that in the Premier League, which is notoriously more difficult. But as you said, he's got the Van Dijk element to him. And I think it would elevate, elevate the Arsenal defence. And we see what Liverpool do, how they rotate with Konate, Matip and, and, and Van Dijk. 
Arsenal can do the same with Ben White, Saliba and, and Gabriel and really create good competition there and it, mm. and it elevates the performances. I don't think Konati would be as good as he is if he didn't have Matty constantly uh, knocking on the door and switching yeah. with him. So it does help and I think Arsenal really do need to bring back William Saliba, especially when you consider at the moment we have three central defenders in the squad and one of those is Rob Holding, which can't run after we saw what happened with, yeah. in the North London derby. If we want to progress, we're going to need better backup in, in the centre of defence. The centre of defence is a very... Very important position, but we shall see. But before we do end the show, we're going to touch on just a couple questions. Dan Hand asks, provided we could still sign the same players as if we made the UCL, would it be more beneficial to actually play in the Europa League due to our young squad? That said, I still want to talk for. It's, it's a difficult one. I think, I think the summer plans, I think they're in place already. To be honest, whether we get Champions League or not, you can see the rumours going in and around social media. I think that the targets are there. You'll have Matt Turner coming in um, to be the number two. I think Bernd Leno will um, depart. Then you've got Marquinhos coming in as a player for the future. The links are intensifying for Aaron Hickey. Reports over the weekend have been saying that uh, Bologna's CEO met with Edu during the North London mm-hmm. derby. So those links are intensifying and that's a deal that I can potentially see happening. Then you've got Gabriel Jesus for the striking role. And then the midfield, there's still links to Yuri Tillemans and Ruben Neves. So I think, as Edu reiterated a few weeks ago, they have their plans for the transfer window. And for me... I think Europa League, I think it could be a detriment in terms of our performance with the league as well, because I think right now these players, they've been targeting Champions League for the past few months. The opportunity has opened now for this Arsenal team. The opportunity was there and it's open. Maybe at the start of the season, they were focusing on Europa League and it would be a successful season for this team. But when an opportunity strikes, you need to take it with both hands. And I think for me, for the Arsenal players, I think it would be a disappointment. Maybe they won't say it outright, but look at what Mikata has been saying in his press conferences over the weekend. He doesn't want fifth place. He doesn't want to be in the Europa League. It wouldn't be a successful season. And I like that because Arsenal belong in the Champions League. A big club like Arsenal shouldn't be playing in the Europa League. Players like Saka, Martinelli, Emil Smith-Rowe, their potential will increase vast amounts if they're playing in the Champions League. I'm telling you, next season, they'll be fearless, even more fearless than they have been this season. So for me, Europa League, nah, I'm not even thinking about Europa League, I'll be honest. It's Champions League for me. And um, yeah, yeah, let's just do that. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I'll answer this final question to show you. Benis Durkamp. Ask, what do you guys think of Pepe getting a new agent? Surely that means he's off. Yeah, I agree with you. I think yeah. the writer's been on the wall for Nicola Pepe in the last few months. I think he hasn't played and that shows why. And I think that's way, if, it's best for both parties if, if we split ways. I think, um, of course, reports have been saying he's been moved, linked to a move to Sevilla. That could, that could, that could marinate. So we should see how that goes. But I think, yeah, the Nicolas Pepe tenure at Arsenal is definitely, definitely over. It also explains why we have been linked to so many wingers as well, because we all, we all need to strengthen that department. But we shall see what happens with that. We are going to end the show there, go though, guys. But Umar, before I do go, before we do go, sorry, your score prediction for tonight? It's going to be nervy, Bailey. I'm going to be behind my sofa. But I think we're going to do it. I think, yeah, like I said, they need to win. They need to win. And that's what, that's what he's Mikatel will be telling them in the dressing room. So I think we're gonna nick it two one to the Arsenal. 
2 1 to the Arsenal. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go 2 1 to the Arsenal, too. We have to be optimistic. We have to yeah. get the win. Come on, you guys. We shall see, though. Guys, we are going to end the show there. So thank you very much for tuning in. If you've liked the video, make sure to give it a like, subscribe to the channel, and most importantly, make sure you keep following us down the Arsenal way. Oh,